0: Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 50, and it's all about creating your 2020 marketing plan. So I get this question all the time from our clients. They want to know how to plan out their year, how to know what it is they're actually selling or launching or promoting, and how to make sure their audience isn't overwhelmed and actually buys, actually signs up for what it is that they're selling. So today, I'm gonna walk you through my personal method of creating my own yearly marketing plan. Now, the cool thing is, is I did this in the span of about a weekend, and so this doesn't have to take a lot of time, but before you listen to this episode, you should at least have an idea of what it is that you're gonna be selling. If not, get clear on that and then dive into the content here. I also wanna share that I am not a natural born marketing plan planner. So I love moving intuitively. I love leaving some space to be creative. And it doesn't mean that you can't be creative if you have a plan in place. So I really want to debunk that myth today here with you. So if you're worried that a plan is going to mean that you can't move from intuition or be creative or be inspired to do something different, Trust me, that's not what we're talking about here. But a plan actually creates a lot of freedom for you, and it provides uh, more space for you to be creative. So I want you to really pay attention to my process, but also give yourself permission to infuse the way in which you like to work and how you want to create your own plan uh, after listening to this episode. So I think you're really going to love it. I think you're going to get a lot of value from it, and it's going to really support you in feeling like you're setting yourself up in a, in a really positive way for 2020 and beyond. And truth be told, the first plan might feel a little bit challenging, but once you do one, you're gonna become a master planner and it's gonna feel amazing. So enjoy this episode, episode 50, how to create your 2020 marketing plan. Hey, it's Emily Williams here, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life Show. Now, I'm super excited to be here with you today, but I'm recording an episode that I never expected to be recording. So, It's some interesting emotion over here, (laughs) lots of positive emotion, but also, like I said, a little bit of surprise around the fact that today's episode is all about mapping out your 2020 marketing plan. Now I say that I'm surprised that I'm recording this because I'm not normally somebody who likes to have this much of a plan. I am very intuitive. I follow my heart, but what I've seen after being in business for five years is that we really do need to have a plan. And of course, there is room to be creative. There's room to be intuitive. At least that's how my plan looks. But it's really important that we know what it is that we're doing, especially as you grow your company and you have more of a following and you have more responsibility. Things cannot be intuitively done all the time. So I want you to stick with me. If this is your first time mapping out a business plan, that's totally fine. If this is your first time planning out an entire year, that's great. If you're not really sure how this is going to work because you don't actually know what you want to sell next year, don't worry. We're going to cover that as well. But I want you to really stick with me here and just give it a shot. I'm also going to kind of warn you in that this is my process. This is how my mind works. And if it doesn't work for you, that's okay. If only part of it works for you, great. Take that part and leave the rest. And I want you to really give yourself permission to fine tune your process as we go along. So like I said, maybe what I'm going to share will resonate with you and maybe it won't. But take what I've done and then revamp it for yourself and for your business. This is all about you getting clarity and however you decide to get there is perfect. So let's dive in. So the number one thing you need to know in order to create your marketing plan is what it is that you are actually selling. Now, I don't know if that's a surprise for you. I work with a lot of clients on uh, shifting into a positive sales mindset because sales freaks them out. They want to give everything away for free. They want to help everyone in the world. And yet they also want to make a lot of money. So you can see that those two things are kind of juxtaposing. Uh, So if that's you today, I really want you to hear me in that if you're not selling something, you don't actually have a business. So we want to start there. What is it that you're actually selling? And the truth is, is you have to be super clear about this because if you are not clear about what it is that you're selling, other people are not going to be clear about what you're selling. Definitely not going to be clear. Okay. So it starts with you getting clear around that. So maybe you want to take what you sold this year and you want to build on it. You know that it works. You've sold some units or some spots of a certain program or product. And now it's time to really amp things up, to go to the next level or to tweak. But essentially you're selling the same thing. On the flip side, maybe you're selling something completely different. And so now it's time to reinvent the wheel. It's time to get creative. And before you move forward with this marketing plan, you need to go back to the drawing board and actually create the thing that you're going to be selling. So if that's you here today, where you don't actually know what it is that you're selling, all I ask is that you pause this episode and you take a day or two and you map out what it is that you are going to be selling because we need that in mind in order to make our plan. Okay. So if that's you pause and come back to this. So if you are clear around what you're selling next year, again, it could be something that you've sold this year or years prior. Great. Let's start there. So I want you to take a look at the year as a whole. So we have 12 months and I want you to ask yourself, when are you going to be selling this item? So for us, the way that we work in our company, we actually have multiple launches per year. And so when I'm looking at our marketing plan, I map out the launches first and foremost. So for example, maybe you have three launches of something on the front end. And I'm going to talk about front end and back end here. Front end just means it's what everyone out there is seeing you sell. And then the back end could be something that you're selling in funnels, um, in email sequences, kind of behind the scenes. And so only certain people are seeing those items. So you want to get clear on what are those front end offerings that you are going to be selling, that you're going to be posting about on social media, that you're going to be sharing... In Facebook ads that you're gonna be sharing via email to your entire email list, that you're gonna be having affiliates promote, all of that good stuff. And those are the first things that we put on the calendar because obviously those require a lot of willpower, a lot of manpower, a lot of planning, and we wanna get those situated first and foremost. So again, let's just take an example of the launch model. Maybe you have three launches per year right? Let's just map those out right now together. And again, I'm just giving you one example. You take your process and the way in which your business runs and what you offer, and you put it on the calendar in a way that works for you. Okay. So maybe your launches are going to be in February, in May and October, right? So put those on the calendar. Okay. We're going to leave them there. That's those are those launches. That's when you're selling that program or product and that's done. Then I want you to think, is there anything else that you're going to be selling next year? Anything else that we can put into the other months? Or do you just have this one thing that you sell and literally everything leads up to those launches? Again, you know your company way better than I do. We have multiple things that we sell and I hurt my life. So we have our high level mastermind, which is actually more of an invite only experience. And so that's not actually something that I need to create a massive marketing campaign for. We actually invite people within the community to be a part of the mastermind where they find it and apply. It's not something that we have a funnel for or anything like that, okay? So that's one thing. Then we have our scale up business accelerator, which is definitely something that we do launches for. So that's on the calendar. And then we have our monthly membership, which is absolutely incredible. And we open the doors for that about every other month. So those are the main things that I want to put on the calendar. So again, get clear on what it is that you are selling and put those things on the calendar, whether it's a launch, right? You might map out that launch. There's three launches in a year, maybe, maybe four, maybe two, (laughs) put those on the calendar, decide on the dates, and then we'll have that set, okay? Then pick the next thing that you're gonna be selling. Put that on the calendar. So for us, like I said, our monthly membership opening up every, every other month, that's just a short launch. That's just about a four-day launch, and so I know the dates of that, and I'm gonna make sure that they are separate from the other launches that we're doing for our business accelerator. Again, we're only selling one thing on the front end at any one time. The back end doesn't matter. That's a different story. We'll get to that in a bit but we want to put everything on the front end in a way that it's, there's nothing competing with one another. Okay. So you're going to map all of those out. Again, choose the dates and the weeks that work best for you. And then I want you to think to yourself, what is it going to look like for you to actually be successful in those launches or in those promotions? So what are you going to be doing to sell those spots and to really warm up your audience? Now, what people don't really realize is that it's not actually, how do I want to say this, it's not actually advisable to be selling all the time. People don't just want to hear sales, 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 sales. They want you to actually warm them up. They want to build that relationship with you. They want to have that experience with you before you ask them to purchase. Just like when you go on a date with somebody, you don't immediately jump into bed. You don't immediately form this romantic relationship that's that's poised for the altar. You have to start somewhere, and we start with a dinner or drinks, right? So how are you warming up your audience? I want you to start thinking about those key elements. And again, this is where you take all your different offerings. So for our mastermind, the way in which we warm people up for that experience is different to the way in which we warm people up for our business accelerator or for our monthly membership. Okay, so I want you to think about what it is that you're selling and where do people come from and how do they buy? Now, this is really, really important because most people actually miss this step. Most people have gone throughout this entire year, not tracking their metrics, not having any idea of where their clients are coming from or what's working for them. So as my husband James always says, unless you measure it, you cannot manage it. So I want you to really think about where these people have come from. And I don't want you to just think about it. I want you to go and do some deep diving into this data that you have, that I hope you have from 2019. I want you to look at all of the emails that you've sent, right? What were the open rates? How did those emails convert? I want you to look at the clients who actually signed up to work with you. Did they come from certain emails or certain email sequences? Or did they come from social media? Or did they come from a podcast? And literally, if you don't have this data, you can actually ask them, take your top clients, have a conversation with them or send out a survey and just say, you know what? I'm reviewing 2019. Can you share with me where you actually came from? Where did you find me? Because I really want to know what's working or I really want to work with more amazing people just like you. I'm really curious to know how you actually found me. Sometimes people will forget, but most of the time they'll be able to tell you, you know what, it was a Facebook ad, or my friend shared your website with me, or I heard you on this podcast episode. So we're very clear at I Heart My Life where our clients are actually coming from because we want to know what works. We want to be able to replicate things. We don't want to be spending a fortune on Facebook ads if they're not actually bringing us the people who we love working with and the people who are signing up. Now, I want you to remember that sometimes some of your marketing is going to be a bit more of a slow burner. So maybe something hasn't yet worked, but you know, you have the foresight to know if you keep doing it. It will pay off. There will be clients who come back around and end up working with you, right? So that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about turning that off, but we're talking about understanding what is actually working so you know what to do next year in order to get the same, actually better, right? We want better results in your company. Okay, so that's another step for you and a little bit of homework. If you don't know what has been working in 2019 and where your clients have come from, start pulling together that data so you are making informed decisions as you put this plan in place because we're not going to warm people up through a podcast or through emails if that's not actually working, okay? Okay. So when we think about mapping out everything on the calendar, we have the things that we're selling, we have the actual launches themselves, when we're actually opening the doors, inviting people in, inviting them to purchase or the promotion, however you want to describe it. And then we have the time in between when we're warming up the audience, we're getting that, we're building that relationship, they're getting to know us, we're sharing content, we're providing value, value, value. And so I want to know, how do you provide value in a way that actually converts? So get that information. And once you have it, again, you might find that your podcast converts people, or you speaking on stages converts people, or referrals converts people. And that's the information that you need to fill in the blanks on your marketing plan. So again, if we go back and we say that our launches are actually happening In February, May, and October, great. So what are we doing in January? What are we doing in March? What are we doing in April? What are we doing in June, July, August, September? All of those months are so important and crucial to you making the sales in your launch or promotion. And so let's ask ourselves, what are we gonna do next year that's the same, that does work, it's been proven to work? And what are we gonna do differently? What are we gonna add in? Okay, so look at what worked in this year. And again, even if you're just starting out in business, that's totally okay. If you have had five clients, if you've had two clients, if you've had one client, ask them where they found you. Figure out what's working so that we can repeat it next year. And then you put that on the calendar and you say, you know what, it really worked well for me doing these two episodes, these two podcast episodes per week. I'm going to keep doing that. So on my marketing calendar, what I'm going to do I'm going to block off two days a month to record podcast episodes. I'm going to batch those, okay? That's going to be the first Monday and the third Monday of every month. Great, let's put that in. The other thing that worked really well for us is Facebook Lives, right? Maybe you're saying that to yourself. So every Friday, I'm going to go live in Facebook on my page, and I know that that's going to warm up my audience. Great, put that on the calendar. You know what else worked? Posting on Instagram. So I'm going to commit to posting five times a week on Instagram and sharing Instagram stories regularly throughout the week. Okay, great. So do you want to batch that content as well? Maybe there's one day a month where you do your social media. And again, the social media needs to pertain to what it is that you're actually selling at the time. And again, it could be an off month. Maybe you're not having a launch or promotion, but the social media will be leading people in the direction of the launch. So for example, if you have a money mindset course, the few weeks and months before the money mindset launch, talk about money mindset, (laughs) make sure the content is setting people up to purchase. It's priming them to purchase. Okay, got it. So once you know what's working, you're going to be able to put on the calendar. The next thing is to anticipate what could work. Maybe it's time to try something new. Maybe intuitively, there's that word again, maybe intuitively you're feeling pulled in the direction of a podcast. Maybe you don't yet have one, but you want to launch one. Or maybe you want to do more video. Or maybe actually the stage is calling you and you're ready to get out there in front of groups and audiences. I want you to follow that. And I really want you to start to do some research and ask around. The people who are already doing it, ask them, is this working for you? Is this helping you build your audience? And they may say yes, they may say no, and then you decide if you want to move forward. If this is an initiative that you want to put on your 2020 calendar. Now, I want you to really understand that anything new is going to require your time. It's going to require you making some sacrifices. And again, I use that word deliberately, but I also use it sparingly because it's not one of my favorites. But what I mean is that it will take up time and you want to make sure that you are intentional with making this decision. For some people, they see the, the the shiny lights of a podcast and they dive right in and they realize very quickly how much work is involved. So I want you to first do your research and ask people, Number one, is this working? And number two, what is the process like? What should I expect? What should I set myself up for? And then you ask yourself, is this actually part of the 2020 marketing plan? Is this part of the 2020 vision? Or am I gonna put that into 2021, 2022? What a cool year. That's gonna be a great year. 2022, I love it. Okay, so you get to decide which of the the years that goes into. And it might be for 2020. And if it is, if you decide that that's the case, Put it on the plan. Make sure that you have time because I don't want to see you committing to something that you're not actually fully committed to or aware of what it's going to take to achieve. Okay, same thing with speaking on stages. Maybe you're being called to be a speaker. So how often do you want to speak? Is it once a month? Is it once a quarter? What is the list? of speaking engagements that you're going to start to reach out to. And have you spoken to people who speak on stages? Do you know what it requires? Do you have a keynote prepared? So this is what we call playing the whole tape through and really understanding what it's going to take for you to do the thing that you are saying you want to do. Because sometimes people get into the process and they're like, oh no, I didn't realize it was going to be like this. Oh no, this is too much effort. Oh no, I need a team to help me. Oh no, I don't want to be making graphics. And they don't actually know what they're getting themselves into. So I want you to go in, eyes wide open, really understand what it's going to take for you to achieve that. And again, if it's a yes, great. Move full speed ahead. Put it on the marketing plan. So again, every month you're going to record your podcast. Every other month you're going to be speaking on stages. Every week you're going to go live on Facebook Live. And I hope you're starting to see that when you have an awareness and you actually have a plan and you have a schedule, you have something that you're sticking to, it's all mapped out, it becomes far less overwhelming. So again, I'm a little surprised that I'm recording this, but in a lot of ways I'm not because I've really shifted into becoming someone who knows that she's running an incredible company. And there with that comes responsibility to make a plan. And I want you to really think, are you, is it time for you to step into that next level for you to be the woman who's running a company and to have a plan in place, not just for yourself, but for your team, for your community, for your own sanity, for your own personal life, which we haven't even gotten to yet in terms of mapping that out. Okay. The other thing I want you to consider is any travel. So maybe you want to attend events next year. Maybe that actually works really well for you. I know a lot of clients, they enjoy networking. They get a lot of clients from events. So maybe you want to be in the audience. You want to go to events. Great. So put those on the calendar because what I really recommend is that you are not running a launch or a promotion when you're also traveling unless you have a great team that is set up to handle everything while you're away and offline. So for me, like I said, I put the launches and promotions on the calendar. I put all the things that we're going to be doing to market those and to warm people up and to build the relationships. And then I also put when I'm going to be traveling. So let's start with business travel first. So when are you going to be attending events? When are you going to be hosting events? When are you going to be going to retreats? All of that stuff. Make sure those dates are blocked off. And you want to make sure that there's some space around them as well. I wouldn't want to see you... Again, be in the middle of some sort of promotion or launch or even leading up to a promotion or launch and be at a retreat trying to switch off, trying to do some meditation and realizing, you know what? None of this has been done. Then you're not even in the room. Then you're not even focused. That's not what we want. (laughs) So allow some space in the margins, so to speak. Okay. So put all of your travel and everything on there. So that's the business side of things. So again, I'm going to recap really quick. You're going to figure out what it is that you're selling and how you're selling it. Put all that on the calendar. You're going to focus on how you're warming people up. What are the marketing initiatives that you're going to be doing regularly that maybe you've already done that you know work? And also, what are the things that you're going to add in? What are those marketing initiatives that you're going to add in that you believe will work and you've done the research on and you know what it's going to take? And then finally, we're also going to put in any sort of business travel, anything where you're going to be taken away from the day-to-day stuff of running the business, of doing the launches and the promotions that's really important. For example, because I have my 2020 marketing plan already laid out, I recently saw this amazing event that I want to attend in May, and I know that we actually have a week where James and I were going to be taking a week off. And so now we have to decide, do we want to take the week off in the city where this event is happening? Is that going to be part of the plan that feels good? Or as we're just getting to in just a second, is that a personal week off and it's sacred and we don't want to touch it? So once you have all these dates, then you'll be able to start to make decisions. And how amazing will it feel to have your year mapped out, to know what to expect and what's coming up? And again, what I do is I allow for some space so that if I intuitively feel like, you know what, I wanna tweak this launch or I wanna do a different promotion or you know what, maybe it's time to create a new webinar or even create a new program or offering. Then I will allow myself to go there. I will explore all the options. I'll see if that feels right. I will talk to people. Is this a good idea? What do you think? (laughs) So on and so forth. But I do allow myself the creativity and the freedom to be spontaneous and I still have a plan. And so that's really how I like to move through the world. That's like, that's how I like to to run our business. I don't think that you can run, I hurt my life and not also be intuitive. So again, if that feels good to you, just remember that this is not set in stone, but it actually feels really good, really relieving, really freeing to be able to have a plan like this in place when you have it all mapped out. And I just want to say that all I do is I write this out in a Google document. I take all of the weeks and I put them in a Google document. I'm sure that there was already something typed up somewhere that I could have just copy and pasted, but that's how I like to do it. So I write out, write out all of the, the weeks. And then I start to fill in what's actually happening. So for example, we have our live event, the first, the second week of January, January 2020. So I know that my time is gonna be taken up at that live event. Then I know the following week, James and I are taking some time off to rest, to rejuvenate. Then the final two weeks of January, I know what we're doing then, right? Then we go into February, we're gonna be traveling that week. And this is where the personal stuff comes in, which we'll talk about in a second that I know that we're going to be going into a launch, so on and so forth. So I know what's happening. It's really, really important that you start to see it. And then what we can do is we can have ourselves or a team member put all of this into a sauna. So maybe that's the system that you used for all of your project management. I don't know. There's a million of them out there. So basically what we've done is we've created the high level, the overview of what 2020 looks like. And then we can have somebody else map out all of the granular tasks that are associated with these these launches, these promotions, the speaking, the podcast, because we all know that we can't just put launch on a piece of paper, and that's that. We want to know what's leading up to that, what has to be created in order for the launch to be successful. So then we start filling in the blanks and putting in all of the other elements. For example, if you're having a launch in February... When does the sales page need to be done? When does the email sequence need to be done? These are all the pieces that you can start building out in your project management system, and then you can assign it to someone on your team. For example, Julie needs to finish the sales page. She needs to get it to Emily by this date, by, let's just say, December 1st. Emily needs to review it by December 8th to send over the changes. Then Julie needs to have the final version back by December 15th, so on and so forth. Okay, so again, you don't need to be doing this. You can have a team do it and you don't need to do the entire year. You could take the first month. You could take January and ask yourself, okay, so if we're launching in January or if we're hosting an event in January, what needs to happen in December? What needs to happen in November? You could even do it by project. So maybe you have your big launch happening, what did we say, in February. So back into that. What needs to happen for the launch to be successful? And then make a template. You don't need to redo this every single time. Use Asana, make a launch template so you know every single launch, these are the tasks associated with my launch. Then you can duplicate it. You can use it for the next launch that's happening in May. Same thing for our monthly membership that opens every other month, right? What needs to happen on those four days when the doors are open? We don't need to reinvent the wheel. We're doing the same thing every time. Yeah, we may tweak it based on the metrics. There's that word again, based on the metrics where we we look at what's actually working and we make decisions, but we don't need to reinvent the wheel when it comes to all of the, the tasks that make up this, this main objective. Got it? I hope you're still with me here. Okay, so you're going to have all of that laid out on your document. You're going to put it in your, your project management system, like Asana, whatever it is that you're using. And then I want you to really think about your personal life. Now, there's going to be a lot of people who are listening to this who are like, Emily, you're running a business so that you can have personal freedom. Why in the world would you not start with your personal freedom? I get it. If you want to start there, if you want to map out your vacations or whatever you have going on with the kids, if that's very set in stone, great, do that. But for me, I don't yet have kids and James and I are quite flexible when it comes to the time that we travel. So I want you to really think about what works for you. So what I like to do, like I said, is map out my business launches, the promotions, With our mastermind and our business accelerator, we also have retreats. So I put those dates on the calendar um, when I'm gonna be in person with our amazing clients. And then I plan out time for us to relax after those very intense periods. For example, I already mentioned our live event in January. So after that, James and I have blocked off some time to go to one of our favorite hotels. Same thing with after our retreats. So in March, when we have our retreats, After that, James and I will go and we'll stay in a hotel together and we'll relax, we'll rejuvenate, all of that. Okay. And then we also have personal things with family. So we're going to the UK in February for my father-in-law's birthday. So that's going to be a big trip. That's going to be an international trip. So I allow some buffer. So all of this, again, you'll map onto your Google Doc or however you want to do it and put it on the calendar. I know a lot of um high-level mentors, people we've worked with like Brendan Burchard, he recommends taking a weekend off per quarter. So going away, not just off from the business, what I mean by that is going away, actually taking some sort of vacation, some sort of retreat, getting off the grid once per quarter. And so you could use that to inspire you. So maybe you put that on the calendar and you say, this is a four-day weekend for us. We are going to Puerto Rico. We're going to Florida. We're going to Michigan. We're going to California, whatever. We're going to Paris. So put that on the calendar. And again, make sure that your company is taken care of. You don't have a launch around that time that's going to take you away from being present in the moment with your loved ones. For some of you who have kids, maybe you need to take off time around Easter or Christmas or during the summer. This is all the stuff that we want to know right now so that we can make the marketing plan work for you and vice versa. So that's the way that I like to do things. Like I said, I like to start with the high level overview, the things that are really important, all the things that we're going to be selling, the programs that we're going to be filling, the retreats that we're hosting, what those dates are. And by the way, that's really important to know if you are trying to source a venue, if you're trying to book some sort of retreat center, or we like to do our stuff at five star hotels, right? Or beautiful Airbnb mansions. So if you need to book stuff, then you got to know the dates. So what I'm trying to show you here is that it's so important to have all this mapped out because it actually provides freedom for you. It provides a sense of relief that you know what it is you're actually doing. Because what I see so many people doing in the online space is just taking it day by day, taking it month by month. Okay, now this is not about goal setting. This is not what this episode is about. It's about getting everything on the calendar and knowing what's coming up. And then you can take that information and you can use it to help you get clarity around who you need on your team, where you need support, because you're not meant to be doing all this stuff. So, do you need someone to edit sales pages? Do you need a marketing manager? Do you need a launch manager? Do you need a new assistant? Do you need a COO? Do you need someone at your live events? Like, where are the gaps? in 2020 that you desire to fill. And even if you don't have the money yet, even if it hasn't come in yet, who cares? Write out your desire list. Get clear around what support that you need to make this year a massive success. Because you've already mapped it out, which means you already have a plan. It means you already have the intention behind it. Now, the rest of it is just sourcing those people, sourcing the money. So when you have the desire right? The opportunity is right there with it. The answer is right there with it. So I want you to follow your desires for 2020. Same thing with your personal life. If you desire to take a weekend off per quarter and take a trip, and yet that feels out of reach or it feels like you don't have the money, start researching. Where do you want to go? How much will it actually cost to make it happen? Don't discount the stuff that you want for next year before you even look into it. Okay. So those are my recommendations for you in terms of creating your 2020 marketing plan. Again, this is very high level. Um, And then what you'll do is you'll back into the bigger projects or objectives and create out more granular tasks associated with them. So I hope that makes sense. I hope this makes you feel really excited and that you can see that this is doable. Like I said, I did this in the span of a weekend. I wasn't working on it nonstop, but I did it very quickly. And I was very clear around what it is that we're creating next year. And the cool thing is, is this year was all about reinvention. We redid our website, we switched email providers, we switched membership sites, we moved to a new country, we recreated a lot of our programs, we relaunched new, we launched new things. It's a little bit exhausting to think about it, to be honest with you. Um, But we did a lot of stuff. And now we've built this beautiful foundation On top of what we already had. And now it's time to perfect. It's time to keep moving forward and tweak, but not reinvent completely, which I'm excited about. And it's about meeting people in person more. So, hosting more retreats. So, maybe you'll be inspired to create your own word for next year. That might be the next step for you. All right. I hope you enjoyed this training. Again, I was never a planner in this way, at least not in business. But it's made me feel so free and so confident about what we're creating next year. And still, it makes me feel like I have the space to be creative, should I desire to be. So I hope you loved it. I hope you take this. Definitely sit with it. Go through it a couple of times. Pause it where you need to pause it. And again, if you don't know what you're selling next year, that's the first step. And then come back to this episode. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you got a lot out of it and that you're inspired to set aside a day to create your own 2020 plan. Even if you're not a natural planner, please know that this is going to create so much freedom for you and help you feel so much more confident about the year ahead. So set aside some time to dive in, to listen to this episode once more, maybe twice more to get some big results. And if you're looking for support like this, this is the type of stuff that we do with our clients in our scale-up business accelerator, as well as in our top mastermind. So get in touch with us at info at IHeartMyLife.com to learn more about both of those opportunities. Thank you for listening to the I Heart My Life show. For more inspiration, success tips, and ways to achieve your life and business goals, definitely follow me on Facebook and Instagram on iHeartMyLifeNow. now. See you next time.